0: Hello? Hello. Hello. This is MCO. this is MCO. Hello. This is, Hello. Hello. This Hello. is this another, another MCO's transmission. transmission. This is the Vimalakirti Nirdesha Sutra, the advice of the layman Vimalakirti. Chapter 6. The inconceivable. Then Shariputra saw that there were no seats in the room, and he had this thought: "All these Bodhisattvas and great disciples, where should they sit?" The elder Vimalakirti, knowing his thoughts, said to Shariputra: "What is it, venerable, have you come for the Dharma, or are you seeking a seat?" Shariputra said: "I have come for the Dharma, not for a seat." Vimalakirti said, Ah, Shariputra, those who seek the Dharma are not desirous of even life or limb, so what about a seat? Those who seek the Dharma seek that which is without form, without sensation, perception, conditioning, or consciousness. They seek that which is without their being sense realms to enter. They seek that which is without desire without form or formlessness. Ah, Shariputra! Those who seek the Dharma seek without attachment to the Buddha. They seek without attachment to the Dharma. They seek without attachment to the Sangha. Those who seek the Dharma seek without seeing suffering. They seek without cutting off the accumulation of suffering. They seek without realizing the cessation of suffering and without cultivating the Eightfold Path. How is that so? The Dharma is without contrived theories. If someone says that I should see suffering, cut off its accumulation, realize its cessation, and cultivate the path, then this is just contrived theory and not seeking the Dharma. Ah, Shariputra, the Dharma is called Nirvana, calm cessation. If one practices arising and ceasing, this is seeking arising and ceasing, not seeking the dharma. The dharma is called untainted. If one is tainted in regard to dharmas, even up to nirvana, this is tainted attachment, not seeking the dharma. The dharma has nowhere to be practiced. If one practices somewhere, then that is somewhere to practice, not seeking the Dharma. The Dharma is without grasping or letting go. If one grasps at or lets go of things, then this is grasping and letting go, not seeking the Dharma. The Dharma is not a refuge. If one needs a refuge, then that's a refuge, not seeking the Dharma. The Dharma is called characteristicless. If one's consciousness flows in accord with characteristics, this is seeking characteristics, not seeking the dharma. The dharma is unable to abide. If one abides in dharmas, then this is a dharma-abiding, not seeking the dharma. The dharma cannot be seen, heard, or understood. If one sees, hears, or understands, then this is seeing, hearing, understanding, not seeking the Dharma. The Dharma is the unconditioned. If one practices within conditions, this is seeking the conditioned, not seeking the Dharma. For this reason, Shariputra, if one seeks the Dharma, one should not seek anything at all. When these words were spoken, five hundred godlings attained purification of their Dharma eyes in regard to all phenomena. Then the elder Vimalakirti asked Manjushri, Venerable, in roaming throughout immeasurable thousands of tens of thousands of millions of Asamkhyas of lands, which Buddha lands have the finest, most wonderful quality lion-throne seats? Manjushri said, Kulapati, in the eastern direction, Passing beyond lands as numerous as the sands of thirty six Ganges rivers, there is a world called Sumeru Devaja (sign of Mount Meru); its Buddha is called Sumeru Pratiparaja (Sumeru Lamp King), who now appears there. That Buddha's body is eighty four thousand Yojanas tall, and their lion throne seat is eighty-four thousand yojanas high, the foremost in ornamentation. At that, the elder Vimalakirti manifested spiritual powers to perform a miracle, and then that Buddha sent forth thirty-two thousand lion-throne seats, tall, wide, beautiful, and pure. They came, and entered Vimalakirti's room all the bodhisattvas, great disciples, Indra, Brahma, and the four heavenly kings and all the others saw something they had never seen before. The room was broad and spacious enough to hold all these 32,000 lion throne seats without the slightest crowding or hindrance. The city of Vaishali as well, Jambudvipa, and the four continents were also unmoved. Everything appeared just as it is. Then Vimalakirti told Manjushri, Have a lion throne seat. And when all the bodhisattvas and the great people went to sit down, they had to adjust the size of their bodies to be like the seats. The bodhisattvas who had attained supernatural powers then transformed themselves 84,000 yojanas tall, and sat down on the lion throne seats. All the newly initiated bodhisattvas and all the great disciples, however, were unable to ascend the thrones. Then Vimalakirti told Shariputra, Have a lion throne seat. Shariputra said, Kulapati, this seat is way too high. I'm unable to ascend to it. Vimalakirti said, Ah, Shariputra, make an offering to the thus-come-one, Samaru Pratiparaja, then you will be able to have a seat. At this, all the newly initiated Bodhisattvas and the great disciples made offerings to the thus-come-one, Maru Pratiparaja, and were then seated upon the lion-throne seats. Shariputra said, Kulapati! this is unprecedented. Such a small room has made room for such high seats, and there is no hindrance in the city of Vaishali, nor any changes in the villages and cities of Jambudvipa, nor in any of the four continents, nor in the palaces of the Devas, Naga kings or spirits. Vimalakirti said, Ah, Shariputra, all Buddhas and Bodhisattvas have a liberation Called, achintya, inconceivable. For the bodhisattva who abides in this liberation, the height and the breadth of Sumaru may be placed inside of a mustard seed, without any increase or decrease. Since Sumaru, the king of mountains, maintains its original characteristics, the four great heavenly kings and all the devas of the Trayastriṃsa heaven are not aware, do not know that they have entered a mustard seed. Only those bound for the other shore see Mount Sumaru enter into a mustard seed. This is called abiding in the Dharma door of the inconceivable liberation. One may also cause the waters of the four great oceans to enter into a single hair pore without discomforting the fish, turtles, tortoises, crocodiles, and other aquatic life forms. And the original characteristics of those great oceans remain just as before. The Nagas, spirits, and asuras do not even realize that they have entered into a single hair pore. At this, all the sentient beings are not discomforted at all. Also, Shariputra, A bodhisattva abiding in the inconceivable liberation cuts off all grasping at the three thousand great thousand world system, and just like a potter grasping their wheel in their right palm, they throw the world system past world systems as numerous as the grains of sand in the Ganges river, and the sentient beings within it are unaware of where they have gone. Also. When the world system returns to its original location, none of them have any perception of having gone to or returned from anywhere, and the original characteristics of these world systems are all just as before. Also, Shariputra, if there are sentient beings who can be liberated through their desire for longevity, a bodhisattva will extend seven days into an entire kalpa and cause those sentient beings to consider it an entire kālpa. If there are sentient beings who can be liberated through their desire for a brevity of lifespan, a bodhisattva will compress an entire kālpa into just seven days and cause those sentient beings to consider it only seven days. Also, Shariputra, a bodhisattva abiding in the inconceivable liberation can accumulate the adornments of all Buddha lands and manifest them to all sentient beings in a single land. Also, a bodhisattva can take the sentient beings of a Buddha land in their right palm and fly them to all ten directions, showing them everything without moving from their original location. Also, Shariputra, A bodhisattva can make all the items offered to the Buddhas by all the sentient beings throughout the Ten Directions visible in a single hair pore. Also they can make visible all the suns, moons, and constellations of the countries of the Ten Directions. Also Shariputra, a bodhisattva can inhale through the mouth all the winds of the world systems throughout the Ten Directions without harming the body, and all the trees outside not being damaged. Also, during the Kopa-ending fire of the world systems of the Ten Directions, they can breathe in all the fires, and though the fires will be as before, they will not be harmed. Also, passing beyond Buddha world systems in the lower direction, more numerous than the sands of the Ganges River, they can take a single Buddha land and lift it up in the upper direction, passing beyond world systems more numerous than the sands of the Ganges River, like they are holding a needle or a thorn, not inconvenienced at all by doing so. Also, Shariputra, a bodhisattva abiding in the inconceivable liberation, is able to use their spiritual powers to manifest the body of a Buddha or to manifest the body of a Buddha, or to manifest the body of a Shravaka, or to manifest the body of Indra, or to manifest the body of Brahma, or to manifest the body of a worldly lord, or to manifest the body of a wheel-turning sage king. They are also able to transform all the voices throughout the world systems, high, medium, and low voices, into the voices of the Buddha, making the sounds of impermanence, suffering, emptiness, and no-self. Also, all the various kinds of dharmas explained by the Buddhas of the Ten Directions are heard everywhere in those sounds. Shariputra, I have now just briefly explained the power of the Bodhisattva's inconceivable liberation. If I were to explain it extensively, a kalpa could pass and I would still not be finished. At that moment, Maha Kashyapa, hearing this explanation of the Bodhisattva's inconceivable liberation, sighed at what he had never heard before and said to Shariputra, It is like someone putting various painted images before a blind person. They are not being seen. All the Shravakas hear this inconceivable liberation Dharma door, but they are unable to understand it, even though it's right there. If a person hears this, who wouldn't generate Anuttara Samyak Sambodhicitta? How have we cut off our capacities for this great vehicle for so long, just like destroyed seeds? All the Shravakas, Hearing this inconceivable liberation dharma door should all cry out with a voice that shakes the three thousand great thousand world system, and all the bodhisattvas should be anointed by joy at receiving this dharma. If a bodhisattva is faithfully liberated in the inconceivable liberation dharma door, what could the hordes of Mara do to them? When Maha had said these things, thirty-two thousand godlings all generated Anuttara-samyaksambodhicitta. Then Vimalakirti said to Mahakasyapa, Venerable, those who act as Mara kings within immeasurable assamkhyas of world systems throughout the ten directions, many are bodhisattvas abiding in the inconceivable liberation. By the power of Upaya, they teach and transform sentient beings, appearing to act as Mara kings. Also, Kasyapa, the immeasurable bodhisattvas throughout the Ten Directions, people come to them begging for a hand, a foot, an ear, or nose, their head, eyes, marrow, or brains, blood, flesh, skin, and bone their gatherings and settlements, their cities and states, their spouses and children, servants and slaves, elephants, horses, carts and vehicles, gold, silver, lapis lazuli, mother of pearl, agate, coral and conch shells, their clothing and cloth, drink and food. Like this, people begging. Many are bodhisattvas, abiding in the inconceivable liberation. By the power of upaya, they go to test the bodhisattva's resolve. How so? A bodhisattva abiding in the inconceivable liberation has awesome virtue power and can therefore practice compelling, demonstrating such hardships of sentient beings. Ordinary people are inferior. They are without such power and unable to compel bodhisattvas like this. It is just like the kicking or trampling of a dragon or an elephant. No donkey could withstand it. This is called abiding in the gateway of Bodhisattva's wisdom and upaya of the inconceivable liberation.